0: Pardon the interruption, Australia. I'm Russell Barwick, and welcome to our final show for 2012. Sam, ho, Kigabuch, ho. ho. A big uh, Merry Christmas to all of our viewers and even the ones who don't watch our show, and a happy and safe new year to, to all of them and their families.
1: And you and your loved ones, and all the other, give them a big hug and a kiss. What do you want from uh, Santa Claus, Victor? Well, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that Michael Clark is out injured, and I fancy myself as the Australian Test Captain on Boxing Day. You should have just stopped at fancying myself, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> there we there go,
0: Yeah, we saved our best game for last. Tonight on the show, not one, but two Popoviches take centre stage. Tinkler looks like exiting stage right. And should your mob in Victoria allow cage fighting? Indeed not. Hard to say.
1: Plus, in a massive end-of-year rap, we play Toss-Up featuring the best of 2012 and we rank the biggest stories of the year. And it's all brought to you by sportingbet.com.au. Sorry to be rude,
0: but the first test between Australia and Sri Lanka was a giant yawn, not only for me, but for the thousands who didn't turn up or watch it on telly. The big issue, the injuries, to Michael Clarke, to Ben Hilfenhaus. Is there a, a bit of pressure on Alex Contours, the uh, physiotherapist? Or is there something wrong that we're only getting 5,000 to a test match?
1: You certainly couldn't lay the blame to Alex Contouris, the physiotherapist. He does a job. But the question does beckon. The mounting amount of soft tissue injuries and injuries as per se has got to really be of some great concern to the Australian Cricketing Board. And I guess, like in the AFL, they have high-performance people Mm -hmm. and they have... uh... The
0: cricket boys have got all of the high-performance managers and everybody going. I think it's the rotational policy. Peter Settle is the Iron Horse. So it he's is? the one... He's the vegan and not having a drink. The rest of them should follow suit and all do the exact oh, same thing... I don't thing think vegans are prior...
1: Uh, Peter, Peter Siddle.
0: No, he looks good. He bowls like a warrior. But the harder you work,
1: the tougher you get. But the training regime mightn't be exactly what it should be. I mean, it's the a The regimen. Yeah, the regime. It's not regime. Most people say regime, but that's the ones that are poorly educated. The regime... Give me a break. Let me assure you. It is not rigid. I tell you, it's not Regim. It Dan. is not Regim. <laughs> Anyhow, the, the question beckons, they've got to look at it very, very seriously mm. because this can't go on forever and a day. Correct. The Western Sydney Wanderers won the Sydney Derby and they're now in the top four. You've got to say, it's one of the better stories... Not only in A League, but in sport in general. The Football
0: Federation Australia regime should be extremely I impressed about what they they've would. done. Because this was spawned from an idea because Clive Palmer said, I'm out. And they said, we, we the need to find a team. The club was from there, yeah. Yeah, the whole Western Sydney Wanderers. And I saw 20-something thousand people on the weekend. 26. Half of them were mm-hmm. Wanderers fans and they were fanatical. And that means buying gear and dumping. And some of them admitted to dumping Sydney FC because they wanted their I home I reckon team. half of them
1: were lost at sea with the amount of flares that went off. There was but a couple anyhow, of flares. 2-0, was. Michael Beauchamp was fabulous. Beauchamp. And I and I who else do you know in the side? Shinji Ono. Shinji Ono's what an asset. What about that? What about Moy? You heard of Moy? I've heard of Any, Moy. the other thing, the great thing about this side, it's born. they never had a coach... They were very coach. poorly funded, uh, and as Russell rightfully alluded to, they were spawned out of a side, out of ad hoc, because of what happened up the Gold Coast. And when you consider the AFL, who spend billions of dollars, all the resources at their disposal... Uh, finding it increasingly more difficult to attract the numbers that the Wanderers are attracting, and, not and only also the manic support, the manic nature of their support. Correct. You see how loud and wild uh, the the they were.
0: NRL mucked up the the Israel Folau deal with Parramatta. They're just giving the Wanderers a bit of a free Great kick. Great
1: value at the moment. The Popovich
0: name was on fire on the weekend. Of course, Tony Popovich coaching the Wanderers, and Daniel Popovich won the Australian PGA by four strokes. I was about to say, you're claiming him as one of your own,
1: Kegovich? Well, it's got a ring to it, hasn't it? Could be like a law firm, Popovich, Popovich, and Kekovich. Uh, I don't know what we'd be uh, probably. You'd, you'd be in charge. of uh, call uh, uh, me now. One eight hundred. Help out. What about divorces or something like that? But uh, <laughs> well, you've got a, experience. What are oh, you? I'm telling you, this is Christmas, Russell. <laughs> do I talk about <laughs> no, your? No, let's move anyhow, on. Let's move on. But what a great story! Best it, it, story it, ever. the best story. Where was he ranked? 1,251 or something? Something like that. Came out of the blue. But I'll tell you what, he's. But he meant really...
0: from all, from start to finish. From wire
1: to wire, you know, we often see, you know, uh, nondescripts, without being disparaging to you, but I'm just saying nondescripts who fire a good opening round and then they just fall off the pace. The, the best
0: equivalent story I can think of, and we sat down and thought about it <coughs> earlier today... Uh, John Daly, when he was second alternate in the PGA, when he won that and led all the way, that was a similar like story. This bloke who was on the bones of his you know what, sleeping in his car. And Popovich, if you look at what he'd won, he'd won a dollar here and two dollars there and five
1: thousand dollars here. Well, the last two were story. his biggest pay packers, I think two and three thousand dollars, and two hundred and thirty on the weekend. But he's got a terrific compact game. You know, Life he's lauded changing. by all the greats in terms went by of his four. swing and wanting to win by four going away. Well when done. He... Outstanding. The 2013 AFL season is a done
0: deal, according to this brand-new ranking system devised by champion Data, the AFL's official <coughs> stats team. Hawthorne apparently is going to win, followed by the West Coast, the Swans, Collingwood will finish fifth, Geelong seventh, your mob 11th, yada, yada, yada. This is a lot of codswallop.
1: This is typical of people who have got too much time to sleeve and the tissues, haven't got anything to fill it up with. What's this all based on? On exposed Based form from the previous forwards, years, form
0: goal-scoring ability, goal defensive ratings, and... oh, midfielders' ratings, ruckman. Just because well, your what team s- does it serve? your team stinks, <clears throat> my team goes. Oh,
1: good. rubbish! It's got nothing to do. Having with that. said
0: that, do you reckon the champion data would have rated Hawthorne a moral in the grand final? Yes, they machine? would have.
1: There's no doubt about that. What it. happened? I can't remember. Well, the Sydney Swans had a <laughs> yes, memorable and uh, and a meritorious victory. Correct. But I'm just saying, all this overdosing on stats and figures and you know, it, it just serves no purpose whatsoever. And I think it's just a case of, you know, too much time for few two to do, if that makes any sense. I'm losing my hat. I'm losing my hat. If we had what are the odds, it was seven to four on to. And interesting fall enough, off. Well, let's follow it last. Like the obvious things stand out. You know, Hawthorne had got the uh, The big guns. The big guns. Buddy and, and as Cyril. you work your way down the ladder, the obvious happens. Like who'd be the worst so, two sides? GWS and Port. Nathan Tinkler's empire is crumbling and his holding on Newcastle notes is uh, precarious. The former billionaire was once seen as a messiah. Now he's almost treated as a pariah. The question beckons is this fair or totally, is this the Aussie way?
0: Totally unfair and this Aussie way of kicking <clears throat> a bloke because he's successful. The bloke's a former electrician and he's done well. And I. And giving him some slack because he's bailed out the Knights, he's bailed out the Jets, he's put so much money into horse racing. And the other day, they all say, Oh, he's cashed up because he sold a horse for 25 million. Mm. He spent 20 million over here and had to pay for it, and he's done a deal, and he sold part of his farm. Give the guy a break. He's 30 something years of age. He's bailed out everybody. Newcastle will be insolvent without him. Just give him some slack and pray that he continues to pump money into sport because without him, guess what? Teams will struggle. And I just think that there's been few too many kicking him while he's down, and I'd like to see yeah, him give
1: no, him I got no, i got no qualms about that. I don't think he's deserved it. If, if you had a billion dollars, would you go and buy a football team? But and the a... question that beckons is everywhere that he's gone, in all due respects, there seems to be a trail of debris left behind. There's a trail of bad <clears> debts, and I'll, I'll, I'll No, I'm not you talking that... about the debts. I'm just talking about kudos for the individual. Well, maybe it's that... hard to get a nice word about him, maybe he and doesn't that's fine suffer and strange. Fools. Well, we don't suffer fools. We've still got a lot of good mates. spent nine years with one, so I well. suppose I do in a way.
0: UFC is keen to stage a mega cage fight in Melbourne, but currently it's illegal to fight in a cage in Victoria. There is talk an event could generate nearly $40 million for the Victorian economy, and you need the $40 million, So why don't you change the rules? Well, this is why Victoria... Don't you have any influence? This
1: is why we're very special in Victoria, because there is such things as morals. morals. And there are certain parameters and things that we subscribe to and things that we don't. This is just a very poor example of what we're trying to eradicate in our society. So you it's allow Australia everything else to see you someone it. pummeling a submission. This is not. This is anim, animalistic. Mm. This has nothing to do with humans. This is where all our bad habits, habits emanate from. And for the lure of the big buck, which you would be in pursuit of, you would almost sell your soul. But we don't. We there maintain is a price. standards. There are standards that we adhere to, and this is a very good one. The 38 million, you can take off and see you later. Apparently, we don't need that in our lives. At the bottom of that, we're it, trying to. They want to pay you 50,000 to host it. On second thoughts, I think it's got some <laughs> merit. But it, <laughs> no, it's a great stand. There's somewhere you got to draw the line, and this sends out a very 60, bad 000. message. 60. We don't want to see human beings. <laughs> Pummeling each other into submission. It's the biggest it's sport
0: in the world.
1: Just it's not jumping. the biggest sport in Mate, the world. Then nobody gets And the... it's not sport. And you don't do it by belting someone on the nose. So move on now. That's the headlines. Next up,
0: Toss Up is on the agenda. And it's the only place you'll see Sally Pearson up against Anna Mears, Bolt up against Phelps, the Swans in the Storm, and Rory up against Novak Djokovic.
1: Another That's... one of yours. Let's that still lift that. Uh...
0: Here we go, toss-up time, pitting two foes against each other and given it's our last show of the year, we are looking at some of the biggest performances in 2012. First up, simple question. The best Australian performance at the Olympic Games in 2012 in London, Anna Mears with her gold medal in the sprint or Sally Pearson with the hurdles? Ah, oh,
1: without a doubt, Toss up. Sally Pearson, without a doubt, was the greatest story as Australian from an Olympic perspective. I know Anna Mears was outstanding what she did, but I thought Sally Pearson... The pressure and the build-up to her over a long period of time and to finally... And when you consider where she emanated from, she had the same coach. She was a, uh, you know... Little uh, athletic little style, Little athletic yeah, style from Queensland. 13 years with the same guy. Actually from Sydney, but um, let's not be... Uh, no, Queensland. Now she lives in Queensland, but yeah, she Sydney. used to live in oh, Sydney. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Stop cutting straws. Well, any any uh, The other thing is... Anna Mir's per- performance against
0: fed- Victoria Pendleton was outstanding, standing. but I agree... That night when Sally won and then when she didn't know she won, she's looking up and I'm going, no, you've won, you've won. And the photo finished and it was just a wonderful, wonderful OK,
1: well, we're fairly uh, universal. In agreement. But having said that, Anna
0: is an outstanding performance. She was. Cyclist of the Year. In she order. was. Next up, forget about the Australians. We want to know who was the Athlete of the Year worldwide. Toss-up, Usain Boltz, Michael Phelps. Three gold versus
1: four gold. No. It's irrelevant, the amount of goal, but i will still say Usain Bolt by mm. a bee's knee. No. Only because it's a blue riband event. I think anyone that wins a 100 metres sprint is arguably perceived as probably the greatest athlete on the planet. Followed up by 200 metres, of course. He's just an outstanding athlete. And the Times, of course, put that uh, into the equation as well. Clearly puts you on top of the pedestal. Well, I know Phelps has been outstanding. Well, the thing Olympics.
0: is, I, 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 I had him on a par, and then I realised what Phelps achieved on a global scale. No one will ever. When did ever you realise achieve, that, Russell? Well, when you back him up, when you do the records. I know uh, Usain Bolt went back to back with a triple double, whatever it's called. Michael Phelps's record of gold medals and medals in Olympic games will never, ever, ever be surpassed. He is a superhuman athlete. The only thing is that gets me is that everybody wants to run, not everybody wants to well, swim. Well, who's
1: the more... Com- exactly what the competitive Michael field was? Michael Phelps, and also because he had Ryan Lochte on
0: his tail and uh, Bolt was always going to win once he won the 100.
1: Oh, what, Bolt didn't have any competition? Uh, to
0: the football, which was the best footy team performance of the year, the Sydney Swans winning the flag
1: or your Melbourne Storm winning the Premiership? And let me tell you, I had to mull over this one for a while and this is line ball. But I'm giving it to the Storm. Oh! Ha, ha. Only, oh, look, I don't know why, but I, only because... You couldn't name half of their team. You know why? I said, oh, you no, rubbish, I you know the entire side. But <laughs> I'll tell you why I gave it, and, and this is a great paradox, I gave it on the score of character. Now, how stupid is that? How can you possibly you question... your own question. The Sydney Swan exactly. Yeah. How can you question the Sydney Swans nah. character? But I did on the basis... That they had been stripped of all their dignity and rightfully, all their possessions, rightfully, and for 12 months suffered the indignity of, you know, playing in arguably one of the toughest fields because they cheated. And still went through it and held their head up high, still had a support base. Oh, come on! Didn't whinge, didn't cry, pulled their socks up, back into the fold. Sydney and Swans went to the mat. you being top. silly. Sydney
0: Swans was an outstanding Without performance a doubt. because they were just a working class team, a couple of stars in, but in the eyes of some weren't even tipped to make the eight by many... Oh, rubbish. ..and finished up on top of the pile. But it's a line ball, okay. I agree with you. Both were outstanding performances.
1: Outstanding. Here's
0: another one. Number ones in golf right now in tennis are uh, Rory McIlroy and Novak Djokovic. Both had massive years, so toss-up. Who is more likely to repeat their stellar year in 2013?
1: Djokovic or Rory? Toss-up. Uh, I'd say Djokovic. Purely and simply on the depth of talent. Djokovic is almost assured every time you're getting into the semis. Purely on the uh, purely on the basis of talent, mm. whereas Rory, there's the depth of field in golf now is enormous. Mm. I mean to say, Rory's not even certain of making the cut every time. As talented as he is, we're talking about. The, I think we're talking about the Masters and the and sorry the majors. The, the majors, are being yeah. The part. majors.
0: So you reckon Novak will win, win more? Uh, majors in tennis than Rory will win in golf.
1: I I don't say he will. I think he's got the opportunity of doing so more so than Rory. I think that Rory
0: is about to just go boom on the world of golf. What he did in Dubai the other day was just incredible. Dubai or Dubai? Dubai, Dubai, call it what you will, but five birdies in six holes to finish up and win everything, become number one both places... Just a ridiculous
1: way to finish golf. But we've seen golfers do that previously.
0: Tiger Woods. But there's no guarantee they're going to be
1: replicated from golf day to golf day.
0: Jack Nicholas reckons this guy's better than Tiger. Jack
1: what would Jack Nicholas know? You are kidding, aren't you?
0: Finally, who made a bigger turkey of themselves in 2012? Israel Falau or Quay Cooper?
1: Well, this is an easy one, Quade Cooper. Correct. Clearly. Easy. Not because, it, you know, people think uh, Israel made a fool. I don't think Israel Israel made a film himself is to be commended. Maybe he... the courage and the strength of conviction to realise that wasn't going to be his bag, so he did his job and think... walked away with dignity. I think there was Quay more than Cooper turkey can...
0: about the Parramatta versus New South Wales Waratheon. Okay, way...
1: was Quaid was a
0: turkey, but at the same time, Quade was proven correct because he came... They,
1: the ARU wilted. Quade was not proven correct. well came to his senses arguably because it was broken by a very very sane mind. Then Ewan McKenzie. Ewan McKenzie. Correct. And thank God for all and that that did happen. But uh, he was very silly in his criticism of the ARU, he was very criticised in his behaviour afterwards, and he was very, very stupid the way he just, with great aloof, just walked away from the game. But fortunately, all is uh, said and done. It's all back on track, so that's good. Israel Folau, on the other hand, uh, look, it's to be commended what he did, I thought.
0: And the last toss-up of the year, <clears throat> who's had the best 2012, him or me? Next up, we continue our look back at the year as we pull out the food chain board and rank the biggest stories of 2012.
1: Excellent. You've done it. <laughs> you had a good year, you have. I've Mate, had, you had, had a had good great year. year. Why not? Yeah, you be on the back page, do <laughs>
0: Well, the Food Chain Board has come out of hibernation and so too has Gary, our helper there in the back. Uh, as we look back at the biggest and uh, best, sometimes worst stories in 2012, we've got plenty to go through. Kecker, no particular order. Damien Oliver, obviously uh, banned for 10 months, fined after that bet on a horse that he wasn't riding. Where do you rate that in the history of sports stories in
1: 2012? Uh, well, I'm not sure. We've got to stack to get through. Put him at number five for the time being. Yeah, It was a pretty big story, but I thought it uh, lost a bit of its uh, traction. Because of the length of time it took to adjudicate on it.
0: And the fact that they allowed him to ride yeah, him no, the Yeah, the fact they allowed to ride. Manchester him. City, of course, that last gasp win yeah. in the EPL. They had a magnificent year. This year, so far, it's been a bit controversial. But where yeah. do you rate Man City's uh, year? It's a
1: bit of a forgetful story at the moment. But it put them about seven at the moment. Right, huh? No we get through to
0: them? Daniel Gill just... uh, won a world championship. Not only did he win a world championship, he did it in style. Won yeah. it in Germany. One of the most outstanding boxing stories, if not the best boxing story of the year.
1: We'll put that about nine at the moment, only because boxing's still a bit off the radar. What he did was outstanding, but I'm not so sure it resonated with the entire Australian public.
0: Uh, No doubt about one of the biggest stories of the year, Lance Armstrong, his lifelong ban now after uh, revelations that he was part of a drug cartel and a doping cartel. That will go down as
1: the greatest story of probably the last hundred years in sport, because that has turned upside down the the sport itself, and it sends shockwaves through every code in the world. Adelaide Crows and the salary cap scandal. What do you think? Well, once again, longevity of time in terms of not being incisive and decisive in dealing with it. Probably up there a bit because it's still a big story because the implications were fairly... and the ramifications, severe. The,
0: re- Punting, the retirement
1: of Ricky yeah, Ponting. Yeah, still down there because it's relatively fresh. Queensland's
0: performance to win a record-breaking State of Origin series under Mal Inger and all of the Yeah, team.
1: great effort. I'm going to put that in between there. You have to work it out there. Yeah. The Melbourne Storm winning
0: the grand final after an outstanding performance. I'm putting Here it at it number is. three.
1: I think it was great and what a, and, 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 and what a great inspiration it is to all Australians and, and youth. In yes. adversity, what can be achieved if through you're great character yes, exactly. and principles so and what morality. Ab- what about the
0: three previous years?
1: What's that? No, that, young what, they
0: did what everyone else did. <laughs> Alessandro Del Piero continuing our regime or regime
1: of saying Del
0: Piero's name in each and every show over the last 10 years. Yeah, that's
1: really working. That's uh, down down here at the moment. Okay,
0: Uh, Australia's performance as a whole at the Olympics.
1: Yeah, no, that's falling... That's underneath here at the moment. Leave it here for a minute.
0: Our swimmers
1: at the Olympics... That's over there. Black caviar. Yeah. Ah, black caviar. That is 22 wins in a two. row. She has remained unbeaten through the entire year. That We're... has inspired the entire the captivated that whole nation. You have a look at something synonymous with these stories. And the Sydney Swans. Sydney Swans are a great story. I'm putting the Swans up here because they also depict all those wonderful intangible. Qualities that we aspire Straight to. Straight
0: after the Crows who uh, no, did no. the salary cap no, no. scandal. they
1: go above the...
0: Cr- so you're telling me that the Crows salary cap scandal wasn't the biggest story than the Swans winning
1: the grand no final? No way. The Swans were a great story. What could be achieved through unity, compassion and a great love for the game. Forget about Casey Stoner and Michael Clarke. Oh, yeah, mean, they're off the streets. Don't no, no, make the top ten. Queensland are up there, Gills there, Ponding's here, Del Piero... Back to. Uh... I think the Olympics are going to get a run. Yeah, the Olympics got to sport. get a run. I don't
0: think there's any doubt. Uh, Armstrong, the biggest story no in doubt. 2012. For all the wrong reason, once again, the biggest story in sport is a bad story. But that's up, Food Chain. Drugs are up bad. The final happy time and a big finish for 2012. Our last get out sporting bet, best bets of the year. And a heads up on how you can win a trip to the NBA All Star Game in February. Bad news is, though, I can't take you with me. Ah, uh, if you can't. In fact, I can't go. <laughs> <It's
1: scary. laughs> Happy birthday this week to Ricky Ponting, the is 38. After his retirement, I guess, uh, how do you think he'd be feeling watching the Test Well,
0: he was uh, suiting up for the T20 in Hobart, uh, so I dare say he'd be feeling OK with himself. I reckon, he's made the, I reckon he made the right decision. Yeah, no doubt. Happy 30th anniversary to the Kangaroos. In 1982, the Australian Rugby League team completed the first undefeated tour of Britain and France. They beat the French in the final match of the tour and then they became known as the...
1: Invincibles. mundo. Thank you. And happy trails to any thoughts of David Beckham joining the A-League. He says it's too far away from his business, and who cares? And we don't need journeymen in this competition. <laughs> nobody goes Because they can stand on the same two feet now, can't it? Now for the big finish, Joel Parkinson
0: finally won a world-surfing title after 12 years of trying. He also won the Pipeline Masters on the same day. What a massive performance from Parco. We had six surfers in the top ten for the year. We are back. Can't wait for the season to start on the Coolangatta uh, Coast next year.
1: Ditto. Snapper rocks. The NRL salary cap looks like settling on $5.8 million. A rise of 800 grand on the current cap, but short... What the players wanted. I reckon it's just about the fair deal. It's 5.85. So, up to 17 by the, but two, all 17. Of the A lot
0: of these bikes have already spent the money, but the thing is they've got to get the money. They, they Sometimes they don't get enough money to spend it. What
1: them. I like, the, raised, the minimum wage has been raised from 55000 to about seventy five. That's good. That's there
0: good. was a great event, speaking of rugby league, across the ditch on the weekend. A bunch of league guys, Willie Mason, Greg Bird, and also Paul Gallon, along with a few of the Kiwi uh, off... Uh, Footballers uh, stepped into the ring and played what was, fought what was called Fight for Life. The leagueies came out on top, but it was a great night for
1: charity. Well done to all. It's a good night for charity, but I would have come up with a different concept. The Jack Newton Golf Classic wraps up the year in golf this week. The event has been going for 30 years and has raised millions for diabetes and junior golf. He is one of the great unsung heroes of Australian golf, the great bloke Jack.
0: And we are involved in that and uh, happy to be involved in the Jack Newton Classic. Now Never. for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week.
1: I'm going a bit wide here. I'm tipping Wigan to beat Arsenal on the weekend. Kecker? I couldn't agree. And it's for me the wondrous to beat Adelaide this week and Sporting Bet like the Steelers to beat the Bengals in the NFL and cover the line. Okay, now jump onto Facebook and go to the ESPN Australia New Zealand
0: page. You could win this fantastic prize. It's an unbelievable prize. (laughs) A trip for two to the NBA All-Star Weekend in Houston, Texas. We'll throw in flights, accommodation, all the bits and pieces. And I might be taking Tickets. There's also weekly instant prizes uh, to win as well.
1: Jump in, have a crack. That's it. Have a great Christmas. I'm Russell Barwick. We're going to be back on January the 22nd. I'm Sam Kekovich, And love, love, kisses. Hug your loved ones and see you all next year. Safe and happy New Year. See you, mate. Another year. Another year. PGI rules, man. PGI.